Hello and welcome. My name's Ryan Johnson, and this is the Saltcast. <laughs> Today, I welcome Jason Parr and Paul Johnson. Welcome, guys. Hey, Ryan. That was a good whisper technique. Good <laughs> that job. was ASMR. Awesome. It caught me off guard, Ryan. I got to admit. And hey. this is this. Hey, uh... <laughs> If you're a parent and you're listening to this podcast, I want to give you a tip that I just learned oh. on Instagram. Holler. And that is, if you want to reduce the amount of yelling in your home because you're frustrated and annoyed um, with the lack of attention or movement or progress that a teenager or an older toddler might be making in your household, um, this guy, I can't remember his name, taught the principal of getting very close to the individual and whispering the request of the thing that you want them to do. It has a way of calming the situation but also gets their attention and helps direct them in the direction that you want them to go. Bro, that's so, solid. If yelling's yeah. not working, then you might use the method <laughs> just utilized by Ryan, which caught my attention, as a matter of fact. <laughs> so I think it works. Sweet. Is, well, I'm going to use that today. Tidbit. I love that. <laughs> Instagram hack. Uh, today, today is going to be a little bit different of a podcast because today Paul will be demonstrating how strong he is by flexing his muscles. Oh, snap. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, because, you know, he lifts a lot of heavy things and ships them. <laughs> but uh, today I do want to talk about shipping and handling. Uh, you may not know this, but I look up a lot of things on the internet to see what is searched and in and around sales tax. And one of the topics that is frequently Googled is shipping and handling. How is that taxed? Is it taxable? You know, and this question come up, could come up from a number of things. They, there could be an audit deficiency. They're under audit and there's a question about their shipping and handling. Um, or they're, they're just trying to figure it out because maybe one of their customers says, hey, why are you charging me sales tax on shipping and handling? Or why are you not? Um, so I thought that you guys could help answer that question um, for our audience today. That's great. Well, before we That's dig great. too deep into shipping, and we don't always want to get too deep. If we got to get real deep, <laughs> then we would say, jump on a what's next call. Let's talk through it. Because um, it, it, it can be complex. But before we dig into it, a mm -hmm. uh, trivia question. Paul, do you know why it's called shipping? Mm -mm. Mm -mm, I don't. Tell, tell you me why don't it's know called the shipping. answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, back in the old days, whenever you would transport goods, it was almost always done by a boat or a ship. And that's why it's called shipping. But today, there's a lot Boom. of other uh, transportation vehicles utilized to ship items. But when it comes to Ryan, shipping, it can be... Ryan Parr is dropping the knowledge on us today, bro. He, he's teaching hey. us all sorts of things. At the same time, though, I think, I, I think you could have guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ryan, now, Ryan, don't be silly. <laughs> I'm kind of with Ryan on this. It's possible you may have been able to, to surmise. Okay, all our listeners out there, you need to submit a comment. How many of you guessed? 
the answer. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, ship, shipping can be quite complex when it comes to sales and use tax. I, I think where you start on this is the idea that um, there's two different transactions when you think about shipping, right? Um, you can pay a shipping service, uh, FedEx, uh, United States Postal Service, UPS, uh, Conway. I hate to leave any of these out for any shipping companies that are listening to our <laughs> podcast, but that charge to the person who is shipping goods or tangible items um, for the most part, across the board, there could be a couple of states out there that are a little bit goofy. Typically, not taxable. It, it, uh, you, you wouldn't anticipate paying tax on that. Then there's the shipping charge that a seller might charge their customer when they've paid for those shipping services um, to cover those shipping costs of goods that they're selling to their customer, right? So when people are asking is shipping taxable, they're typically asking about that second type of transaction, meaning something was sold to me, um, there was shipping and handling on the invoice, and it was taxed or it wasn't taxed. Why? And um, what do I do about that? I don't want to be too simple in the approach here, but for the most part, um, you're talking about when you're trying to determine whether shipping is taxable, along with the sale of a tangible good, almost always it's an aspect of whether that shipping charge is part of the tax base or in sales tax um, defined as part of the sales price of the item being sold. So essentially when someone says, hey, should I be charging tax on shipping? We almost always say, well, it depends. Um, and depending on the state, um, it, it would typically follow the taxability of the item being shipped, right? So if it's, yeah. Yeah. if it's part of the tax base or part of the sales price of an item that is exempt, whether it's for resale or the way it's being used or being sold to an exempt entity, then the sales price for that item has no tax. Therefore, any items that become part of that sales price or tax base wouldn't be taxed either. Um, otherwise, it might be that um, it follows the taxability of an item that's taxable. And so tax would be included. Um, probably the, the best way to look at this, if somebody were to ask me, just how should I handle this? Well, you need to look at each state and determine what each state says. Number one, is it part of the sales price? It almost always is. And so you would naturally tax it if the item you sell is taxable. Don't charge tax on it if the item you sell is not taxable, except in states that specifically indicate that if you separately state the shipping charge, that it is not part of the sales price or is not taxable as part of the sales price. Is that clear in your mind as I say that, Paul, or have I, I, think you I made have to... it more muddy? I think you have to be a little bit cautious, though, even in those instances that you separately state it. You definitely hit it on the head, I would say, when deciding whether to pay sales tax on shipping. It can be challenging, and there are many different types of shipping. There are many different methods of shipping, and all of those pieces definitely impact whether or not you're going to charge sales and use tax and uh, 
you know collect that based on those shipping and related charges one thing under audit that we run into from time to time is on the invoice it's called shipping and handling well when you look into the definition of handling almost every state I, I don't say all states, but almost every state will tax the handling charge. And so when bundled with shipping, the states will just uh, tax it right off the mm, bat. That's a good point. If, now, and, and words matter, especially under audit, and the auditor is looking at an invoice and it says shipping and handling. It's separately stated. And you say, well, it's separately stated, and in, in, in your own legislation indicates that it's excluded from the tax base or it's excluded from the sales price. Well, you're now including handling, and you're doing some form of handling, and so then it becomes tax taxable. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think you're you're spot on. In general, the shipping charge itself isn't going to be taxed. But when you bundle that or, or include that, you sell that shipping charge with your item that you're selling, whew, you get into some messy situations. <laughs> I, I think if you take a little step back, just for a sense of clarity, most states would say the tax base or the sales price of any tangible good that you're selling includes all costs and charges that are associated with the sale of that good, right? So even yeah. if you separately state charges, that doesn't exclude them from the sales price unless the state says specifically, this item can be excluded from the sales price. So yeah. as you mentioned, a lot of times handling is not separately charged, but it yeah. is a cost associated with the sale of that item. It's just, if you sold an item for $90, Maybe it just means that the cost of that item is a hundred dollars. I mean, you're, you're, if you're a cost accountant, right. you're looking at everything that goes into the cost of that, and then selling it for something that provides a profit margin on that mm -hmm. item. So, um, mm -hmm. sometimes to to show a lower price on that item, you might separately show some of the other costs associated with providing that item, such as shipping or handling. But you have to be really careful because handling, most states don't have statutes that say separately stated handling charges can be excluded from the sales price. Right, right. But there are a lot of states, maybe even half the states, that have a specific statute that says separately stated shipping charges can be excluded from the sales price. And you mm -hmm. would not need to collect tax based on Mm -hmm. whatever tax you're collecting on the item that's mm -hmm. being sold. But you want to know for sure that a state allows you to exclude that from the sales price mm -hmm. if it's separately stated before yeah. you simply don't charge tax on it because shipping charges in states that don't allow that is one of the hottest items that auditors look at, and it's one of the most mm -hmm. common deficiencies that are found in yeah. an audit. Someone yeah. just assumed... Maybe they're following the rule that they followed in their own home state, or they understand that freight charges across the U.S. typically aren't taxable if you're buying them from a, a freight company. And so you're mm -hmm. just thinking in your mind that obviously shipping's not taxable. But <laughs> you need to understand the concept of tax base and sales price to understand that 
It very well could be. In fact, there's some states that say yeah. not only do they not allow it to be excluded if it's separately stated, even if it's separately invoiced, totally different invoice, you, you ship the goods, you sell the goods, you have an invoice for the goods only, and then you have a follow-up invoice for shipping. If that shipping is associated with that good that you sold and that good was taxable, then even though it's separately invoiced, they still will claim that that is taxable as part of the sales price of that other invoice. So you definitely, now let me just go on the opposite end of this conversation and say, you also can't just start charging tax on shipping in every state because you don't know the rules. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get some angry customers and you might even get some <laughs> class action lawsuits that say uh, you owe a lot of your customers a bunch of money back, plus a, yeah. their attorneys a lot more money. Yeah. You definitely just need to understand state by state whether you should be charging it as a separate item on an invoice um, or if you can exclude the tax on that item. Mm -hmm. And then as you start expanding and you start including and billing for transportation charges or handling or whatever, you have to be aware of if the state defines transportation charges and if they include or exclude it from the tax base and if it includes any other type of shipping or handling type of charges or services that you're offering it gets real messy real quick there are some good charts because this is a common area of confusion for sellers there are some good charts that give you a really good start state by state on what you should be doing and then obviously if you're using an automated system on the front end um, that's going out on a virtual basis and looking at the transaction, the location of the transaction, and determining taxability on those types of charges as well as the accurate rate, you're in pretty good shape um, yeah. because those are going to be updated pretty consistently. Um, yeah. But maybe you're not in a position to have that in place just yet or that's not, um, you know, from an economical standpoint, doesn't make the best sense for your situation. Then maybe you want to be looking towards a chart. Um, to, to help you gain some confidence on how you should be handling that state by state as um, different transactions come in. Yeah, I would just offer a word of caution to those who do have an automated partner or solution that you know is integrated with their ERP or shopping cart. Because of the diverse nature of shipping, the automated partners often will have multiple different codes when it comes to shipping and and a lot of clients will ask well mm -hmm. paul why don't they just have a shipping that i could just select shipping well <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> the states have taken that definition have dissected about 18 different ways to include other things so you just have to be cognizant and aware very mindful of the the code or the the label that the automated partner uh, calls it and what exactly it includes or the background um, that entails there to ensure that you've got the right code or the right um, the right product mapped to your shipping of what exactly that shipping is so just be careful there just don't assume some generic shipping oh yeah nope this is good it just doesn't yeah you could you could have a lot of sales going into a state that says um, differentiates between okay shipping FOB origination all right we'll allow exclusion yeah or yeah. vice versa or shipping FOB destination and all this time your system has been using the code that's opposite of the way it should be taxing the item so yeah. 
Yeah. If you have some questions on that, you have some concerns about it, if you want to talk a little bit more about how to handle that type of situation so that you don't get surprised in an audit, um, just give us a call and uh, we can chat about your situation and give you some confidence on uh, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know, oftentimes, you know, we try to simplify, you know, the complexities of sales tax. And sometimes we end up making it more complex. But, you know, if if this podcast or blog, whatever you're reading about, you know, this particular instance in sales tax, we also back it up with that next, what's next call. We, we're not going to leave you hanging. You know, if your situation, if, if your situation, this, this podcast doesn't answer your questions, let's get on a what's next call. It's like Jason said, let's dive into your specific situation. And that what's, that's what the what's next call is, is there for. So jump on. Here's what won't, here's what won't cover you in an audit situation. Hey, uh, those guys on Saltcast over at Pizer Johnson uh, <laughs> on one of their episodes said that I didn't need to charge tax on this. So I didn't. That's not going to cover you. <laughs> it's not going to cut it. <laughs> if you have a question about it, just get with us. That's the beauty of the What's Next call. Uh, it's legitimately uh, free of charge. And there's going to be no hard sell. We just want to help you get some confidence on decisions that you're making. We got your back. All right, Paul. Did you hear that whisper technique? so much. That was slick, Ryan. (laughs) Hey, it was great to be with you, Ryan. Thanks for having us, Ryan. Par, any uh, nuggets of wisdom you want to drop before we end? He gave that in the beginning. Instagram. Have a great day. (laughs) Seen another one.